The year of the rabbit. Okay. What traits does someone born of the year of the rabbit, what would they have? Like, what significance? Like, uh, I have no idea. I think the rabbit was actually the first, because apparently, I'm not sure if I've got this story right, and I'm sorry if I offend anybody, but it's Buddha called all the animals to come and see him. And the rabbit was actually the first to see him because the rabbit could squirrel through the undergrowth. Right. And then it was the ox because the ox could power mm. through the um, growth who created a path for the other mm. animals. So something along those lines. So I think the rabbit metaphor is, is a metaphor for agility, um, cunning, mm. um Reproducing. Reproduction, yeah. Good year to get laid. Speaking of which, Jim, when did you last get laid? Um, it depends what you mean by being laid. It means some people... Sexual s- intercourse. Yeah. Or to quote um, that movie, The Room, how's your sex life? Jim. Uh, it's abundant and happening often. But um, I actually got a bit of a scare where the, I actually, for the first time, like I discovered I discovered that um, I actually did contract an STI. And, oh, um, oh no. and, then, and the weird thing was, was that I didn't discover it till years after the fact. Mm. Like I had a lot of sex, um, about three years ago. And then three years later, they popped up. And luckily the, they aren't, well, they're only there for like a couple of weeks and they disappeared. Yeah, mm. warts or something. Yeah. And like, honestly, man, like, cause I mean, I've had sex with like, say maybe 300 to 400 people and I've never seen an STI there. And um, and all those people were hookers, so they all had a lot of contact with these TIs and that. So like, but I'd never seen one. I think a lot of people have HPV in their system, mm, that's but right. because they've never been checked and they've never experienced any symptoms. Isn't it something like eighty percent of the population? Or no, nah, it's not eighty percent. But um, there's a lot of ignorance surrounding STIs. Mm. Like I noticed, like I talked to some of the girls um about that. Because mm-hmm. um, girls are meant to wear protection downstairs, just the same as men are. But this general Which protection, uh, they, they call it a dental dam for women, where she has mm. to wear a patch of latex over her. And um, but the general sort of, uh, I spoke to one girl about it, and she said she talked to her friends, and um, they said, "Hey, we're meant to be wearing the protection too." And she said, mm. "Oh, my friends really are just like mine. Wouldn't that would be where." And um, she said, but his mouth, and then their eyes just tune out after that. And um, so then I talked to the manager of a brothel, and she said, oh, look, guys, they've got HPV, okay? And um, I said, but what about his mouth? And then she just stops talking then. Uh-huh. How much do you pay for intercourse these days? Um, well, that's the thing. Like, it costs quite a bit if you're going into a um, – uh, oh, it varies. There's a huge amount of variation there. Yeah, and um, ballpark, rip. <laughs> no, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> ballpark figure. Um, oh, honestly, my balls are just so uh, it's, it's a private <laughs> one that one that can't be discussed, but um, but it's no, kind of, honestly, I mean, like 100, 200, 300. Um, uh, next subject, but um, hold yep. on, I don't, I don't want to get into anything financial, sure. but um, well, going, okay, where's the best place to go for a ruse in Newton? Uh, that's subjective. All right. Well, subjectively, where's the best place to go for a route? Um, well, okay. Like, depends. Like, some of the parlors are more loose than others, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so the STIs are well worn too, because I thought I should bring that up. Like, yeah, I got one and it did scare me. And like, I'd be yeah. a, like, honestly, in all seriousness, how did you know? You had, was it just a visual symptom? Or? Yeah, yeah, like the warts came out. And mm, it was warts, like, like, like warts you get on your hand or? Yeah, like these little white bumps, the like white fleshy bumps. Damn. Yeah. And, wow. um, and honestly, Joe, I felt like so deformed after that. And it really woke me up. Mm. I think some people have to learn the hard way before they see. And like, now I'm just so much more aware and careful and like, it's made me think like what do you I'm, think people should know about that now well just um i mean the, the dangers of it are overhyped and there's a good mm-hmm. chance that you'll never experience the symptoms so like you know you shouldn't deny yourself the chance of having love if you're scared of getting an sti mm. but um just it's very sobering once you discover them yeah and once you discover them like what's the path there, doctors. Well, I STD was very, clinic. I was very lucky. They they disappeared before um, I needed to get treatment. And the thing is, you can have them burnt off, but Ouch. even then, you haven't got rid of the virus. The virus takes a couple of years to clear. So, um, if, even if you burnt the warts off, they could come back. Mm. Luckily, my ones just retreated, and um, so I'm going to stop having sex. Luckily, um, it happened to me when I was very old. So um, I'd, I've already kind of How done old my jump. Um, old enough that I don't need to go out and have sex anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Put it there. It's for people in their twenties and thirties. It's but, yeah. And um, basically, well, thanks for coming and talking to us today, Jim. Oh no, we haven't done enough yet. We're still talking about. I think um, we haven't even started. We just like six randomly made a joke about your sex life, and we went onto this big tangent. But yeah, because um, that's thing. It's good to find a bit of flow and like sometimes. Tell us, a, tell us more about yourself. Give us a. Um, a bit of backstory. Well, yeah. Welcome. So basically, I just met you. Like, I was walking down the street, like, and I saw this art gallery, right? And I wanted to go in there. And um, the guy in there just, um, I, I went to go in there and he just chased me out of there as though I was some kind of vagrant or something. Mm. And um, I asked my friend, why do you think it happened? He said, oh, well, he's probably seeing you around. And, um, but I still, I, I just thought it was unfair and, like, basically, um, I, I was trying to figure out what kind of person would they let in there? What kind of mm. way do you telegraph to people mm. that you're right? Like some people wear designer clothes because that signifies to others that... Yeah, like no tennis shoes kind of... Well, just some people will wear like a certain designer watch or something just to telegraph mm. to other oh, people okay. in the world that they're one of the wealthy. Yep, and let can, me in. Yeah, they're, they're, it's a way of saying I can come in. Yeah, and, um, I'll pay my way out. Yeah, and basically, um, just something about my appearance. So that's what made you think of six. You're like, six is wealthy. Well, not wealthy, but six is a wealth of spirit. <laughs> it's a vicious rumor. <laughs> Hope it comes true. <laughs> six may not be wealthy financially, but he's got a wealth of spirit. And she's I was got. She's got. To see, Thank uh, you. She, uh, she was. I was just trying to see if she had attempted to go into the art gallery and what the reaction might have been if she had. And um, but six has advised me that she hasn't. So um. She's been podcasting, but tell us about yourself. You haven't introduced yourself yet. Okay, yeah. So basically, um, uh, I'm a nobody, and um, I prefer to live a life of anonymity for the most part. But um, having said that, um, I love K-Road, and I've lived here for 20 years. Long-term resident. Yeah, I lived here for 20 years, and um, you see things come and go. What do you love about it? um, Well, just... It's a strip of road that's alive. If you live in the suburbs, you could just, like, say if you moved into some little cul-de-sac mm. in the suburbs and then you got a job somewhere, you might never be able to escape that. 
and like things would never change. Mm. You wouldn't meet anyone yeah. and you'd just be stuck out there. Like there's some people I see at McDonald's and at certain record stores and they've been working there for 20 years. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's been, and there's no way to move up. Like mm. there's very little way. Like I, I, I get your argument, Jim, but you know, I kind of envy people that are happy doing that. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you I'm know really, what I mean? It's like they've, they've, they're happy. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Like, but what I mean is like K Road, it's a lot easier to be, um, to live the simple life on K Road because it's more stimulating up here. Mm. Like, if you live in the suburbs, it could just be really dead always. Sometimes you go in the, in the suburbs and you walk around and you feel like you're in a zombie movie. Nobody on the streets, and you're just gonna see this one person like with their arms out. Been to Hamilton lately? That's what I'm talking about. K Road feels alive. And to get to go somewhere, you might have to catch a bus for like ages just to get to some Mm. shopping mall or something, you know? Like, whereas K Road, you come up here and like all kinds of interesting things have happened to me on K Road. Like, I met these two blonde surfy guys once, and they were like, they could just tell by my appearance that I knew um, where to get Mm. some drugs and that Mm. kind of thing. (laughs) So they said, teach us how it's done, show us how how it's done. And um, they took me back to the hotel and, um, yeah, and we just got high and stuff. And then, like, another guy, um, he thought I was gay or at least someone who could be groomed in that Are way. You not gay? No. But when I was a young man, I get offered quite often, like, um, certain older men would approach me and say, um, can mm-hmm. I take you on this or that well, sort of adventure? And um, I would always use the hospitality, but I never gave anything. Right. Get not gay, but don't swallow. Get a free drink or something. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the thing. Like, half the time I'd say, look, I don't really drink. Can you just give me some money or something? And, and um, one guy invited me out to his place. And I said, sure. And it's a very nice apartment. Mm. And um, I said, I probably need a bit of a smoke just so I can relax. And I smoked quite a bit of his bud. And then he started stroking my leg. And I'll be honest, mm. I actually did find it titillating. Like, his stroke. I found the stroke sort of satisfying but in a way that i didn't want to get down with i liked the mm. touch but i still didn't want to do it so i said to him i think i'll be all right and we both thought he was going to hit me because oh, really it got nasty well no because i had abused the hospitality mm. like i'd kind of received smoke on the implication i may be open to certain things no, so. no means no i mean no, yeah that's, that's not cool so um yeah, like I was saying before, there's just a lot of spontaneous adventures you can have up here mm. and um, that you wouldn't be able to have elsewhere. And um, the nightlife's pretty good too. Like, all I have to do is go for a wander up the road and there's just all these babes around, <laughs> like, and, um, yeah, and just you can sort of mingle and get amongst it, you know, and um, certain things that can happen. I guess maybe you would call yourself an extrovert? Uh, at times I can be. At times I, I would call Dave an omnivert. Mm. Oh, so he Old has verts. moments. Moments, yeah, it covers the spectrum. Yes. Right. Um, you know, there's been a lot of discussion, and you know, we've seen the gentrification of Karangahapi Road ourselves. Now, K Road's always been synonymous with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Is that still the case? It is. I think there's always going to be a sort of tolerance for it here. Um, I don't think anyone wants to see it become just a full-blown Ponsonby. I don't think. All right, here's pop quiz. How long would it take you to get some weed? Right, if I gave you $100, how long would it take you to get me some weed? It's still not that good. Like, the thing is, there was a drought that happened, right? Sometime, like, there was a very bad drought. And it happened, it lasted a very long time. And I remember even reading in official publications, right. and people would say it's actually quite alarming how difficult it is to get a smoke. Mm. Now, 
Um, but traditionally, this time of year is always difficult. In official publications, they actually like did an article about the lack of weed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like um, because because weed is pretty damn mainstream in New Zealand. Like eighty percent of people have admitted to smoking it. All right, so a bit of weed would be difficult to get. How if I gave you five hundred dollars? How long would it take you to get some MDMA? Ecstasy. Um, well, I actually happen to know this little Asian girl personally that's hooked up, but that's the thing, like, um, it's not broadly available. It's not really out there. That's what about the crack? What about pee? Um, once upon a time, like back in the early 2000s, mm-hmm. it was truly abundant. Like, you really? could come up here and it was just everywhere. Like, everyone had it and it was just everywhere and it was madly available. Weed used to be like that. Like, there was once upon a time in New Zealand, right, where, like, you'd go into a place like GI or Pamua, right, and, like, say along Tripoli Road, there'd be, like, um, 30 houses that were tinny houses. Mm. Then every street off Tripoli, the little cul-de-sacs would have about four <laughs> houses on each the of those streets. The tinny house, oh, my yeah. God. and, like... The tinny house. But now um, th- we have seen a resurgence in weed. It is back now... But it's there's no more tinny houses now, right? They do, uh, po- social media. I think, media's I think they that. only exist in the provinces. Yeah, the thing provinces, is, okay. Yeah, it's you. You made a very good point. I read this article in North and South, right? And it talked about how people started doing it on the internet, mm. and at first it worked, and things were on wait, and it was vouched for to get into the social media page. You had to be vouched for, mm-hmm. and at first, and you it was, can list medical reasons. Yeah. You know, oh no, not like that. But I mean, it was black. It was black market. It was black market. But it was confidential, and it was strict to get in. And um, things are tight, but with limited, um, uh, if you don't let many people in, then you don't have much opportunity. So people started letting more people onto the page to increase the financial opportunities. Because they let down the security, it turned from being a trusted thing, because at first it was trust, it was on weight, it was good. But then once they let down security, it just turned into a thing where big cars, cars full of big black scary guys would lure some white guy out and then just be like, all right, the money's all here, and then just beat the living daylights out of him. And he'd feel under pressure because he had his customers waiting. So he'd pursue the guy down the road, get to the car, and his mates were all just in there staring at him. And so he got home covered in bruises and black eyes and blood, and his flatmates just said, look, you can't go back on that internet page again. And let that be a lesson to you, kids. If you are (laughs) looking at buying narcotics off the interweb, doesn't work out well every time. Yeah, no. Oh, yes. Seriously, like, you want to be very careful. In fact, I would just like to say to the kids out there now, just stick with weed, nothing else. And um, this program does not endorse any narcotics. Yeah. and uh, But if you were to, then it would be that. And um, yeah, and just... Yeah, well, if you're a kid anyway, your brain doesn't stop developing until you're like, yeah, like 22 every, or something. That's the thing, so. the street culture... Ha- the internet has eradicated the street culture. Like, there used to be all these prostitutes um, standing on K Road, right? Now it just doesn't happen. Like, only the most diseased and derelict girl would ever stand there. Like, yeah, we had this discussion the other week, and we had one of the um, local girls talking, and she preferred the term prostitute. I think that, you know, isn't that become a bit redundant? Don't we call them sex workers or even sex therapists now? Mm. Um. There's been talk in Australia of just straight up making it so you can go see a nurse and just get your relief, and it could be part of some kind of health package. What the so nurse you could claim it on your insurance? Yeah, like they want to just kind of make it official. Like a girl could just sort you out, 
And um, that's therapy. What I discovered, like what a lot of people don't realize, is that girls are just as capable of feeling sexual pleasure as men. They aren't. They really? Yeah, but there hasn't been the <laughs> same biological um, study given to it. Sure. Like they only discovered the clitoris like what a few years ago, oh, wasn't God, it? Like right. wasn't it like back in the seventies? Yeah, it's like or autism. 80s? They only tested that on men. They um. That makes hasn't. sense. And because also the female um, biology is different, like it's a, it's a lot no more way. difficult to figure out. Like um, for a long time, I couldn't figure out like what the clitoris was, where it was. And like I started looking at the picture on the flow on the chart, and then yeah. so I thought, oh, aim for the general place where they're saying what, it is. When is some, this happening? Um, in sexual interactions that I may or may not have had with certain women. No, when when. I was like, sounds like only last week you were like looking at this book oh, to well, find a clitoris. Well, yeah, just basically like, um, not everyone's aware. Oh, but anyway, no, going back to the more salient point, which is that six wanted to know what's the more appropriate term of referring to these, these mm. workers. Yeah. Are yeah, they so. sex workers or are they prostitutes? Prostitutes. Prostitutes. Prostitute definitely has a stigma attached to it and it's right. definitely, um, uh, a degrading term, I think. True. A prostitute. I mean, everyone sort of see, like everyone thinks, oh, that's not some. It's not a service I'd ask my wife for. I think I'd have to go see a prostitute. You know, I, I need my I need my ass rimmed. And um, I'd say I, I I texted a prostitute the other day and I said, um, uh, could I have a rimming? And she said, yes, I could give you a, a deep, a good. I'll give you a good deep rimming. And um, I said, all right, well, I'll consider that. And um, that's not something I would ask my, my lovely girlfriend for. Have you ever had a girlfriend? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, they're very easy to get, but I'm the kind of guy who, like, I love everyone. You know, it's uh, like, I don't... I'm want... the kind of guy who will never settle down. Yeah, basically. And, like, I think that, um, like, yeah, I want to share my life with as many girls as possible. Oh, that's very kind of you, Jim. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you know, and trust me, they are down with it. Yeah, that's. Um, I hope so. Yeah, that you honestly, um, girls, uh, you don't have to be good looking to satisfy a girl in bed. You just have to um, make her giggle. No, no, not make her giggle. Like the way to a girl's heart is through her uh, vulva. According to and, Jim, more direct way is through the chest. Yeah, and honestly, like if you can sort out, if you give a girl good oral, not all girls. Some girls don't like it, but there's certain girls who love it. And just the same. So, so what's the key in good cunning lingus? Um, oh, there's no way to kind of uh, teach it. You just have to try through practice. And everyone has a certain... For those young guys out there that you know, might be a bit scared to go down on their girl. It was like, I met one girl and she said, oh, I after or she'd been with me, she was like, I was with him for 10 years. And she never believed it. And she couldn't believe that um, how badly she'd been neglected. She didn't realise because, mm. like, a lot of people don't even realise that they're doing sex wrong. And um, they've never had an orgasm. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, a lot of people. Have you ever thought about doing like a masterclass? Um, <laughs> well, I, um, even though there's no um, standards or framework at the moment, um, I would like to perhaps. Um, yeah, that is something I've considered. Like, I taught myself through. Um, I had people that that I did it with and um, I learned and like, yeah, because um, one girl said to me, yeah, she said, that's how it's done. And she said, it's about the right pressure. She said, some men were too rough 
and others too were rough. or they were too gentle. Too she gentle. said just the right amount of pressure. Mm. Yeah. And um basically there's like not eating candy floss. Like there's not much you can say to to a girl. Like people they're about action. It's actions that sort people Jump. out at the end of the day. besides um you know, hanging out with women. What are your hobbies? What's your, well, th- what's your video games, dudes. That's oh, really? it. Yeah, I'm just such a video game fan. I can like basically. I didn't realize Six was res- was responsible for the arcade stuff. Ah, being singer. yeah, yeah. And is that you that sources that? Yeah, they've got Mortal Kombat. They've got Tekken. Now, they've got that, uh, you Saloon don't want, Shooter. You don't and- want MK3. You want MK2. It's that one. That one's got that. It's the more famous, better looking Mortal one. Mortal Kombat 2. I think yeah. you might have Mortal Kombat 2. I'm not sure. I've actually got... And M- they've got the pinball machine here. Yeah. I've got MK11 on my PS4, and it's just the graphics are so far and away, but it looks very lifelike and very good. And um, they've got a lot of celebrity appearances in it. It's got Robocop and Spawn and Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Yeah, Terminator. And, yeah, um, yeah it's a good, some really great guest appearances in it. And um, just- Jason from... Um- I think Jason was in MKX. What do you think? That's the one I am. Uh- no, what do you think is the all-time best video game ever? Uh, there's no all-time best, but there's certain genre-defining ones. There's certain ones that represent the peak of that genre, mm. and like, like Street Fighter. It's, it's how genres mm. are. Yeah, it's how genres are created. Like Street Fighter established the fighting game genre, mm. and every fighting game after it is just some kind of pale imitation. Basically. Well, Mortal Kombat, I liked it that, that they could all have different powers and shit. That was cool. The fatalities. Yeah, and yeah. that. What inspired the fatality was in Street Fighter. Um, you had you can make your opponent dizzy, but they didn't like that. They wanted to save that for the end. So once you knocked the guy out, he'd be standing mm, there sort yeah, of right. dizzy, and then you could do the fatality on him. Yeah, yeah. So basically, video games like I think they're great. It's a really good way to stay happy, and it's a really good way to encourage people to learn. Like they, I think um, they. Help like a lot of people can find learning a musical instrument to be quite boring, mm. but s- certain like fighting games they require a lot of dexterity, mm. yeah, to execute the difficult commands and those things. It's like learning how to play guitar or something like that. Because I tried to learn how to play guitar, I sold all my art books and I had uh, this beautiful art book collection. I sold them all to get this nice acoustic guitar because I watched a movie with Marlon Brando in it, and then he was a drifter, and all he had was his guitar. What was that movie? Um, I forget the, the drifter. <laughs> probably, I think his name's Snake in it or something like oh, that. Yeah. But basically, he'd just get around, and his guitar was enough for him to start picking up bitches and getting invited to places. Um, can we not? Call, I mean, we're getting pretty crass, but let's not refer to our lady friends. As Bas- but, but no, the video yeah. games though, like I think. Well, just I think K Road would benefit from more. Like I think the arcade cabinets are a great um, a, a, mm. a contribution to K Road, and I think. Um, more arcades um, would be a, a good. That'd be a good thing to have in Cairo. Yeah. Look, I yeah. really appreciated the time you've taken out. I mean, I know we don't always get on the best, and um, you know, you were one of the first people that said, "Fuck the Chronicle is going to be a great idea." Yeah. So you know, what does the Chronicle mean to you? Well, personally, I just think any time people get together and pursue some kind of passion, creative project, it's something worth um, uh, giving time to. Well, that's that's really that sums it up. Thanks, Thanks for Dave. coming on and talking with us. Thanks, Jim.